Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Science Self Dog Podcast. It's your girl Felicia Wallace. Here on the Science Self Dog Podcast, we get together every week to take a deep dive into my life and yours while I remind you that you are not on this journey alone. We will talk about everything from God to Russia Reality TV. Together, we will find our fears and slay them. Alicia Haskett is the owner and photographer of O Experience Boudoir Photography. Alicia uses boudoir photography to empower black women. During her early photography years, she photographed weddings, families, branding, and boudoir. Boudoir stuck with her because of the way it made women feel beautiful and brave. Her passion is to foster self-love and divine femininity in all black women. She recently started a community for other black boudoir photographers who also empower black women called Boudoir for Black Women. Welcome back to the Slant Self-Doubt podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking to Alicia Haskett from O Experience Boudoir Photography for Black Women. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am great. How are you? So how about like literally right now, I just realized, oh, was your initials? Like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, I get it. (laughs) So smack, so smack. Um, So thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. I am so excited about this conversation as we round out the uh, end of February and this love month. I think one of the beautiful things to talk about we kind of started off talking about self-love and this is a way that we can show love to ourselves show love to our significant others all of that in taking pictures of ourselves in a in a very intimate way so mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the O experience yes ma'am so I am Alicia Haskett I'm the uh, owner photographer everything for O experience and yes my initials are OH, so it is OH experience. I've gone through a couple different iterations of that, so this is the final, the final, like final it. one. I'm not, like I'm not changing it anymore. Thank like you. Uh, so what I actually do is I empower Black women to really get to a space where they can empower themselves. So a lot of people talk about, you know, I'm going to empower you to do this. No, I am in a space where I'm saying, okay, what can I do to help you get to that point? Wow. So what I do is I do that through boudoir photography, but usually through the conversations that we have during the actual experience itself. Okay. So I um, will have them come in. I have a questionnaire where we talk about, you know, things that you're working on with loving your body, because a lot of people talk about, you know, the inside first, but Mm. we also have to understand that the way you feel about yourself, the physical self is also as important as how you feel about, you know, your, your needs and your wants, because if you don't feel good within your body, the physical part it really does affect your self-esteem. That so, is so true. So, so, so true. it is very true. And most people don't want to acknowledge that, but I'm like, no, it does play a big part in how you feel about yourself. That's very, and very for, true. It is. So for me as a black woman, I always understood that my sexuality, you know, me being sexy was always predicated on how someone else felt about me mm. and how they tell me I should look or how I should feel about myself. And so I wanted to offer something for black women that's just about them. Like, it's not about how, even how I feel about their bodies. Yeah. It's, you know, how do you feel? Like when they put on lingerie, because I provide lingerie, when they put it on, it's always 
them trying to get validation from me. Like, how does this look? Mm -hmm. And I always say, you know, how do you feel? Because it doesn't matter. For me. I'm going to tell you you look crazy if you look crazy. Like, I'm not going to have you out there <laughs> about to set them up. Set up I'm not going to set you up. I'm going to have you looking good. But my first question when it comes to that is, you know, but how do you feel? Yeah. Because if you don't feel good, like I can put you in something that makes you look amazing. Right. But if you don't feel good, it doesn't doesn't make sense. It's not going to, you're not going to connect with me as the photographer or me as a woman, because you're like thinking to yourself, you know, she doesn't get me. Right. She doesn't see me. She's just looking at the lingerie and not me. Yeah. So that is so good. Like, yeah, that definitely, that actually um, was going to lead into one of my other questions. Is, um, and so we'll just go jump right into that is like, course. how do you empower women doing their photo shoot? Like take us through the process, because if it was me, I mm -hmm. would need all the drinks, all the, <laughs> I'd be like, this is my good side. And, and from somebody who has like, I have physical insecurity. So my listeners know yeah. that I have, um, I had Bell's palsy like in my early twenties. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just now, you know, I'm about to be 40, like really embracing it and being just like, okay, God, I guess this is, <laughs> this is what it's going yeah, to be like. Yeah. Um, but in, in addition to that also, you know, having kids and having mm -hmm. some extra weight and then having things in places that weren't there before, you know, I also yeah. suffer from vitiligo. And so it's, it's in places that people can't see. So for me, mm -hmm. and I'm just being honest, like when I look yeah. at stuff like that, I'm like, oh, there ain't no way I would ever like have that be because it, mm -hmm. it makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, so if you had someone like me who walked in was like, I don't like this, 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 and this about my body, but I showed yeah. up anyway. How do you empower me to say, just do it? Well, first thing is, thank you for sharing that because that's important. That's the first thing I actually do is when people tell me about their bodies, I always thank them for that because that's a big part of yeah. it is acknowledging that someone is able to share with you things that they don't feel good about that's when true. it comes to their yeah. body. Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. Like I, I listen, I have a lot of issues with hyperpigmentation, especially like on my back. So mm. I didn't, I don't wear anything that shows my back at uh, all. Yeah. Um, and I've been that way since I was um, a teenager. Like mm. I don't share, like even for me, like just showing my shoulders sometimes. It's too is, much. Like, yeah. It's too much. And it gives me anxiety. Yeah. It gives me really bad anxiety. Yeah. But as I've gotten used to, you know, shooting women and doing my own boudoir session, I realized that I was in the space to say, you know, it's fine. Like it's, it's, it's just what it is. Like, if you don't like it, that's fine. I love it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I do a questionnaire and that questionnaire really comes from a place of really finding out what the, what it is that you love mm -hmm. and what it is that you don't really not. I don't say that you don't like, I say that you're working on liking or loving with your body yeah oh, i like the way you say process. that yeah yeah because the reality is, is that you may not like it it ain't going nowhere like i yeah. like you said the vitiligo that i have it started when i was actually pregnant with my son and it started like mm -hmm. on my stomach and then it like moved to all these random spaces yeah. and so it's like i can't even keep you know i try to go to the doctors like and i was like mm -hmm. i can't even keep up with it because it just it pops up it randomly moves. you know but mm -hmm. now it's one of those things was like it's a part of me you know and so so uh, for me, this is a little sidebar, but like my son mm -hmm. has it. And so when I was ashamed of it, I'm always like, your kids will show you, you know, what exactly. they need to see. And he used to be like, I don't care. It's just, you know, once he knew what it was, 
I was mm-hmm. like, it's just vitiligo. It just means, it's just, and I had to show him. Mommy has the same thing. It's not in the same spots, but mommy, you know, and I showed him under my. Yeah. Like, oh well, what happened? I was like, child, nothing. We just go, we gonna keep going. He'd be like, I mean, okay, it. right. And so through him, I was able to be more accepting of the fact that I tell my husband, I say, one day you're gonna be married to a white lady. I'm just letting you know because <laughs> all my pigmentation gonna be gone. <laughs> Listen, he don't care because he's gonna still be your same personality, exactly, so it don't exactly. even matter. <laughs> it does not even matter. So with that, I really have a conversation. That's the biggest thing. Like once I have that questionnaire, we have a conversation, uh-huh. and then I literally will just listen. Like that. That's what I do. I just listen before I even start talking about you know what the how the experience works I just listen to what they have to say because I do ask a question about what is your why like why are you doing this session Mm. and then me reading that and then when I meet with you or sometimes we do video conferencing or if they want to meet I will meet or sometimes it's just over the phone and my first question is you know what is your why and Mm. I say I know what you wrote but I want you to tell me in your own words what is your why and some of the stories that I've heard have been really heartbreaking, but some of them have been really, you know, enlightening to see and hear how Black women really face their trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. and how they are navigating and how this is something that either a lot of them have been wanting to do for years, but they didn't feel worthy Mm. or they didn't feel beautiful. Yeah. Or again, the weight thing, like they, oh, I just needed to lose, you know, X amount of weight. Yeah. You know, I didn't have the money. It's, it's an investment. But, you know, I decided that I love myself enough to do this. Yeah. So those are the conversations that we have. And then from there, what I do is I set up something which is a Pinterest board. And so it's a secret board. And I tell them, put in everything that you love. Just it doesn't matter what it is. So I can create a vision board and we can do this together wow. of what you're looking for. And that way I can really see like where their mind is at because visually I can look and say, okay, well, she loves these colors. Mm -hmm. Um, The makeup that she's looking for looks like this. You know, if it's um, maybe sometimes they don't want to say they want to do nude, but they'll put nude images (laughs) in there to say, you know, this thing. Right, just in case. Some people just don't want to have that conversation. And so, and I'm open. So I have that conversation Mm -hmm. and it's in my questionnaire as well. But sometimes you know, they, they're, they don't want to say it. So yeah. I'm just like, whatever you want me to see, there's nothing off limits. Yeah. Put it in that so I can see how you want this to work for you. And that's you. the best way to kind of, I would assume, navigate the experience because if you don't know what they want and they truly do want something else, then I, I can't mm-hmm. imagine, or vice versa, they you making them, not making, but suggesting something and they really don't want to do it, then exactly. it, the, your, your picture's going to be whack because then exactly. you're, it's, the uncomfortability is going to show up in your face So and mm-hmm. your body language. Um, exactly. So, yeah, that's, wow, that's, that definitely... That's that's the whole journey just to even get this is all the stuff you're doing before you even take the pictures. Yeah, because <laughs> I wanted to be like for me, I understand that one, it's an investment, and two, this is a big deal. Yeah. Like outside of the investment, it's a big deal to say, I'm going to, you know, sh- literally and figuratively shed my clothing, mm. shed these, you know, these notions that I'm not a beautiful woman. Yeah. I'm not a beautiful black woman, and shed these things and then have someone take pictures of it like yeah. that's hard yeah I'm not and I'm not discounting that experience I, I understand it so I want to make it as simple and easy and 
you know, in a space where you come in and you feel welcome. Cause I know that that's hard for us. Sometimes. Yeah, it definitely, definitely is to be, and you know, it's difficult to say it, but honestly, we've seen it in our culture, you know, over mm-hmm. at least the last, I would say maybe the last 15 years of the difficulty mm-hmm. of being in relationship with other black women to be able to bear it all basically, you mm-hmm. know, and get that vulnerable with another black woman and put them to photograph it it is a a bit of an uncomfortability so how when you're going through the actual photo process how do you get them comfortable to be a so do you think that the journey up because I'm like you could do the work but then when it shows Mm -hmm. when it shows up and you be like okay drop the robe then you like what (laughs) exactly so one of the first things is um this my space like when I set up my space I really made sure that when you come in, you feel, it feels like you're home. That's oh, the first okay. thing. Okay. So um, I really touch on all the five senses. So I have um, like diffusers, candles to make sure that, you know, you're coming in and you just get that. I try to pick scents that are calming scents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you come in, like, that's the first thing, you, you know, your senses are like, okay, I feel calmer yeah. because I, I, I smell peppermint. I smell lavender. Like I smell these things mm. and they make me calm. Um, I have a lot of greenery in my space as well. Okay. So I, I really did bring the outside inside um, bright, windows you know so the the space the colors are neutral in tone so when you come in it's not like a jarring thing where right. you're like oh my god it's bright as this is this <laughs> so it's natural light um and with that when you come in there's a separate space where you can get dressed as well mm-hmm. and my makeup artist who is amazing Danisha Felder um I vetted her like that's my thing if I knew that I was going to do this and really do it well I needed to have someone who fit with my brand. Nice. And so she, I've been working with her for around maybe three or four years now. And so she's my, after me, she is my second point of contact. Okay. So, and she's in a, um, the reason why I chose her is because she understands a woman's face. Mm. And sometimes like we just had this conversation because we had a client yesterday and she was talking about how, you know, she's never had her makeup done in a way that made her feel beautiful. Wow. Because it just, it just never happened yeah. for her. That yeah, so, makeup is a that's a, a huge a it's a big deal because you've mm-hmm. had I can think of a, a handful of times I don't I don't personally I don't like I my, like my hands are always in my face but I mm-hmm. feel like makeup makes my face itch and so mm-hmm. I don't like mm-hmm. stuff that looks like it's like caked on or it looks like like you have on makeup and so yep. yeah that that it definitely makes a difference when it looks very natural and you can't can't even tell like oh you it, have on eyeshadow. <laughs> Exactly. And so for her, I chose her one because she's big into skincare as well. Nice. And so that was for me was is important, especially for me, since I know I always have skin issues, which is why I don't wear a lot of makeup because mm. my face will like it's ridiculous the way if I put something on, sometimes it will just be like adult yes. acne everywhere. Yeah, child. I'm and so, <laughs> yes. So I needed someone who understood like we come in varying tones. Yeah. Yeah. Undertones. We can't wear know, the same everything. colors. No. We can't. Right. So that was important for me. And plus just me and her having our relationship was important because she she is the one of the faces of my brand. So I wanted to make sure that we were also on the same page and connected. And so with that, like she sits and she'll talk with them and mm-hmm. we all will have conversations and we go back and forth um, playing and joking and everything. So that is usually that first point of contact where we are just talking like girlfriends are. And that yeah. can take 
you know, 30 to 40, not 30 minutes, like 42 minutes to an hour where we're just sitting and talking before we even do the shoot. We're not even talking about the shoot. Yeah, just getting to building a relationship. So that is, yes. you know, I, I think that's that definitely adds to the comfortability for your client to feel mm-hmm. like you're not just walking in there and just like, you know, go stand in this corner and let me exactly no. yeah. Not yeah. at all. No, not at all. Like we you're coming in. We're not we're not talking about the shoe at yeah. all. We we just we're just getting you in the makeup chair. Um, I will lay out your things and as you're talking, we're talking together. And then, you know, I offer you something to drink and then we just we just sit in and we're talking. And then by the time I see that, you know, the final touches are being done, then I move myself out to get the space ready mm-hmm. um, and have a conversation, you know, about, well, what looks are we going for? Or what are you thinking based on what I see? Because some people change their mind uh, yeah. like that day because the <laughs> nerves are there. Oh, yeah. Know, I they are, read, yeah. Yeah. So which is fine because I'm just like, you know, we, we do this. We're doing this together. Yeah. So it's OK. Um, so with that, because I do provide lingerie, I will have them. Usually what happens is I always have women who tell me their size and Mm -hmm. it's always bigger than what they actually are. Okay. So what I do is I will pull their sizing and what they tell me they are, but based on what I'm looking at, then I'll pull certain things and I'll just, and they're like, oh, this is too big. I'm like, I know, but this is the size you told me you were. So I just wanted you to see how this looks uh, on your body. Oh, you so know you what? Understand. That's some reverse psychology too, yeah. too, because sometimes the way we view ourselves is bigger than maybe what we actually are. Exactly. And we feel like, oh, I can't, you know, that's not going, it's not going to be flattering on me or, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like your body is, it just makes you feel a certain type of way. But though, yeah, that, so sometimes when you visually see it, be like, oh no, I can actually fit into this. Exactly. Well, not, I don't need a 16. <laughs> Yeah, and it's true. And a lot of times also, a lot of women don't understand that even with lingerie, like we know with clothing, different brands have different sizing. Yeah, It's the same thing with lingerie. Like there are different brands that have different sizing that if it's a 16, it may not fit like a 16 on you with this different brand. So it's the same exact thing, especially with bras. Um, It's the same exact fit, the same exact issues. Uh, and so one of the things that I actually did this year was teamed up with um, a company in my area, Cherry Blossom Intimates, which is a lingerie company that is black owned. And so oh, I teamed up with them. Oh, that's over there by the Wegmans. It is. It oh, definitely oh, is. Okay. Yes. So I teamed up with them because I know photography, like that's my, my wheelhouse. Yeah. But when it came to the lingerie, I really wanted to provide, I call my clients my beauties. I wanted to provide oh. my beauties with you know, the best of the best, because I understand that at times we don't feel like we deserve luxury. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to put it in a space where they can, you know, if they didn't want to use what I have, they can still go there and find pieces that really fit for their body. Because a lot of times we wear things that do not fit our body. But because we see other people wearing them, Mm -hmm. then we're like, oh, you know, it fits. But there are a lot of things that just don't fit. For me, I just, one of my biggest pet peeves sometimes is those daggone um, thigh highs. I don't think they look good on anybody. (laughs) I don't. I do not think they look good on anybody from the smallest body size to the the largest body size. And people will buy them. And I'm just like, no, it's just like, this ain't it. Because the one, sometimes they don't stay up. Yes. Or 
Two, they make even the smallest person, they will squeeze your leg. Yeah, so you and it looks look. Yeah, you exactly. have like a little indentation. And if you got mm-hmm. some hips, hips, I can't yeah. And then people don't realize like those things that don't go all the way up. Like mm-hmm. your legs are different sizes. Like one, you know, I like yep. half sizes or your thighs, and you realize, oh, this is not even. Like, why? No. Yeah, no, I definitely um I agree with that. Like wearing something that makes you feel comfortable and makes you feel beautiful will accentuate mm-hmm. your photos, your, I think it goes with any type of clothes, but based, but definitely lingerie because yes. you are more exposed and you're more um, vulnerable. So you want something that is flattering and being as though that normally in our minds, the first thing we think about when we think of most people, if they think about lingerie, they think about Victoria's Secret, but mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret women and models generally are not as curvy as us. So no. when you no. put on something, it's not going to fit the same no. way. And so that could be a reason why people think that they're bigger because they got to buy mm-hmm. bigger sizes and, you know, in Victoria's Secret or you know I can't even think of any Mm -hmm. other lingerie but this is the thing that I try to get a lot of women to understand those women who are in Victoria's Secret they don't look like that either like (laughs) they don't like nobody looks like and if you say I remember I watched a TED talk of one of the women and if you, you saw her walking in person you wouldn't even think it was the same woman because of she understands that that is her job. Yeah. So she makes herself look like that for her job with all of the makeup artists, mm. you know, these, um, you know, the tape, the, the like, it's just like with yeah. beauty pageants. They have a lot of tricks up their sleeves to, be able to make to themselves get, right. look presentable. Yeah. And it's the same exact thing, which is what I really try to get women, especially within our culture, mm-hmm. because we have this pervasive thing now where we want to fit this, this ideal shape. When it comes to having, you know, a larger bottom, a smaller waist, yeah. um, uh, you know, their bosom is large. And and that's not, that's just not realistic. Yeah. And there are a lot of women who are, you know, doing damage to their body yeah. to look like this woman that they see. And a lot of times they don't look like that either. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, we were watching, my husband and I were watching a, a comedy special this weekend. I can't remember the name. name. He is mm-hmm. on blackish oh Dion Cole and so he was saying something to the same effect like um you know you gotta love yourself he's like it's women out here who want to look like you know Nicki Minaj or Black China but they don't even look like themselves no. like, they've altered what they look like to be able to be something that they think other people want and I think a prime example of that is um Kay Michelle like she did all yep. of that and then ended up taking it away mm-hmm. and I think it's so amazing now how you are seeing all these people like kind of reverting back like if they had to mm-hmm. do it all over again they wouldn't have but something in the you know in their environment or in whatever they were saying said this is what I should look like and I always tell people you know I was naturally blessed with a round bottom it's not all mm-hmm. as crocked up to be because some stuff don't fit the way it's supposed to fit you get you know at different ages you get unwanted attention from you know I'm like mm-hmm. I'm almost 40 and I still get people grandfather saying inappropriate stuff mm-hmm. to me like granddad mm-hmm. go inside your house no, get your medicine yes okay like check your battery whatever it yes. is and yes. it's just like that that whole mindset of this is what is attractive but this is what is beautiful just alters what we think and so I think I said mm-hmm. to you off air like 
when I thought about boudoir photos, I initially thought of not anybody who looked like me because I felt like it should be women who were confident in like they were a, a certain type of shape or they had a certain mm-hmm. type of way about them that maybe me being, you know, not necessarily in plus size, but a little larger, you got a little extra, mm-hmm. you know, back fat, side fat, all of that stuff. Like when mm-hmm. I saw your photos, I just was like, oh, oh, you know what? Like that looked like that could be my stomach. You exactly. Know? <laughs> and exactly. so it, it made me feel more confident and comfortable about being able to even just think about doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's that's what this is about for me. Like, that's what it is for yeah. me, is that you can come to me and you can tell me, you know, this is, this is me. And I'm like, all right, good, bet, let's do this. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, we could do this. I, the, the thing that I think a lot of people sometimes when it comes to photography in general is that there is a, a problem with what people see as the value of photography. Mm. And so a lot of times when I talk to my clients, it's really about the investment. Like mm-hmm. you're investing in me and what a lot of people think about is, well, I only see you for hours. So, you know, I don't understand what the investment is for, Right. but I try to express to them, you may see me for an hour, but the session itself, me, you know, with my experience shooting many women, understanding how to pose for your body type, understanding what works for your body type, yeah. understanding the lighting, like all these things come into play mm-hmm. before you even come into my space. And yeah. then after, like there is a multitude of things that I have to do even after the session. Yeah. So with meeting with you, talking about, um, you know, what will look good on your, and when you're a products and things like that, even trying to find products that one thing that I really focused on was trying to find products that really showed our skin tones very well. Mm. Because, I mean, my degree is in photography. Mm. My first degree is in photography. So I went to school for photography. But one of the things that I've always seen that people struggle with is shooting black women, shooting not black women, just black people in general with our skin tones. Wow. And there's a whole history behind it. I ain't even gonna get into that. But <laughs> there is a whole history about, you know, what film was made for original film and who it was made for. And then as you progress, you see how they try to, you know, since we are black people, they do have black people around how they try to really change that narrative. And when you shoot for our skin tones, really get really good colors. Um, Talking about like Issa Rae, Issa Rae's uh, Insecure how if you watch her show and how the lighting in their show looks amazing on their skin tones. Yeah. And she talked about that. She talked about how, you know, she wanted to make sure that she found people who could light for us mm. because they don't, they yeah. really, really don't. And so you, for me, when I talk about, you know, the investment piece, I'm talking about how you're not just paying me for just being yeah. in front of my camera, right. you're just paying me for my experience. Yeah. And how that comes into play with making you look your best. Yeah. And then you can you definitely had, go to anybody. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. absolutely. And also you have these photos for a lifetime, you know, and so exactly. then you're able to see it. And when you have those moments of like doubt and, you know, insecure, like you can take that moment that you had and say, no, this is when I felt my most beautiful Mm-hmm. Yes, that's not a word. Most, most beautiful. But we're going to go right. with it. We're going to go with it, though. We're going to go with it. 
You know what? Because language changes all the yes, time. Yes, it does. It does. So what led you to, so I'm glad you said that you have, you started with, like, that was always your thing was your, oh, so photography was what you wanted to do is, was boudoir photos your first choice or were you leaning towards something else and then you decided you wanted to do that? So I actually started with uh, weddings. Well, in school, I did a lot with like fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my, my focus, like fashion, fashion, fashion. Yeah. And then I got out and then I really was like, okay, I went to school in West Virginia. So for me, it was just like, okay, now, now what? And yeah. so I, I did weddings. Um, I did like weddings, but they were, it was a long day. Yeah. It's a lot of work after the fact. Um, and it was always like, you're, you're not just focused on the bride. Like right. there are a multitude of people that you're yeah. focused on. Don't forget the mom. Um, like you kind of. Mama, daddy, <laughs> right. you know, certain people can't stand next to right. each other. <laughs> I've seen fights. Like oh, it, it was a whole lot of just randomness when it came to, you know, doing weddings. And yeah. I was just tired. Like I was tired of dealing with just craziness. And so I was like, okay, what else can I do that would allow me to still do photography? And one of the things that I really loved when I did weddings was when the bride was in, you know, her suite and she put on her dress and she had her girls around her. And it was like this moment where her hair was done, her makeup was done and, you know, her lingerie was on and the final moment where she was getting ready to like put her dress on. Mm. And sometimes it was just, her and maybe her mom or whoever was that woman in her life to help her yeah but it was sometimes it was you know everybody else and just that one moment where she saw herself and in all of her you know bridal wear and her makeup and that moment where she just looked at herself and it was like you know wow like I can't believe this is me yeah. I can't believe I'm beautiful yeah and that moment really was like powerful for me is for her to see herself as saying, wow, like this is really me. Like all these pieces that I've been putting together have come to this moment and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm beautiful. Yeah. And they would say that, like they would say, you know, I've never seen myself look like this or I can't believe it. And that, and then her girls, you know, hyping her up. Right. Like, oh my That's God. Not, you know? I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like that moment, I wanted women to have that moment. Wow. Time, if they can because we don't get it enough. Yeah. And and that is something that I think everyone should really have in their lifetime and multiple times as they can. And so I did um I did boudoir but it wasn't like it is now. Mm-hmm. I did like, you know, family portraiture because my nieces were born. And so I was like, okay, bet I could do babies. Then I was like, oh, I can't do babies. <laughs> I can't do kids. I love kids, but yeah. I'm just like, yeah, y'all be, y'all that, that's crawling. not your I'm ministry. With you. that's, not, yeah. that's not your ministry. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, I'm not crawling with you. I don't know what this bodily fluid is that's coming out. Like, I can't, I'm not doing this with y'all today, you know? And then it's the parents who are like, but this, this, no, they're not going to sit still. They're yeah. babies, they're children. Right. Like, children need to get up. They need to, like, that was another thing. So yeah. that's like, okay. So then I went, you know, did headshots, you know, and I loved it as well. And just really focused on, you know, perfecting my craft. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing. Cause I do education a lot just to perfect what I'm doing. And then I was 2000, what year is this? 20, 2017, 2017. I was like, okay, you know, I just got a divorce. I had been with my husband for like from 17 to 30. And I remember like I was trying to process who I was mm-hmm. because I didn't know. 
because I had been with this person for so long that I was so wrapped up in our life that now I had to focus on who Alicia was. Right. And so I really had to process that. And so I was just like, okay, I need to, I have this thing that I've, you know, been holding off on, but I really haven't made it what it was supposed to be because I was just so focused on other things. Mm -hmm. But now I was like, okay, can I do this? Mm. And what would it look like if I wanted to do this? What would this really be? And what could I, it's bigger than what I dreamed it was. It it is right now. I'm not going to. That, you know, they are beautiful outside of other factors Yeah, and they can empower themselves outside of other factors. And I had to go through that journey myself so I feel like it allows me to really connect with women on that level to say, I see you and I really see you as who you want to be and who you were and who you are. Mm. And all of these things happen, but let's talk about who you are right now and let's capture that. Now, if you decide to lose weight, if you decide to, you know, um, be in a space where you do get cosmetic surgery or something like that, like yeah. that's fine. Yeah. And then we can capture you at that moment. Yeah. So that is the biggest thing for me. Like I want to capture you where you are right now Yeah. because this needs to be preserved. Yeah. Who are you right now? Who are you right now? That is so mm-hmm. key. So, you know, this show is about slaying self-doubt. So yes. um, tell me how self-doubt has shown up in your journey. Like once you made that transition, that this is what you were going to do um, if at all, how did any, mm-hmm. any form of self-doubt show up in your journey? For me, because I had to build a tribe, like that was my thing. I had to build a tribe of yeah. women that I connected with, um, that supported me. And once you put stuff out in the universe, you gotta be ready for yeah, it. So, <laughs> so I did that. I did that. And I have a, it's a tribe of women who are boudoir photographers, black women who mm-hmm. I adore. And just watching their journeys and how they have progressed and how I'm just like, okay, they're getting this, they're doing this, they're doing this, they're doing this. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, okay, what is happening for me? And so, and they're like, oh, well, you need to do this. You need to do this. And in the back of my mind, I've always been like, but no, like, this is not just boudoir for me. Like, this is so much more. And so really, you know, focusing on myself Mm -hmm. because I I always say to myself, I am my only competition. Mm. And so that was, you know, hard to listen to their stories of success and be like, okay, but you, you still have to keep going. You still have to keep plugging, you know, you can do this and continuously making those decisions that are like, okay, I need to make sure that people see who I am and I'm focusing just on black women. Like yeah. when I made that decision to yeah. focus just on black women, I was scared. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I was, I was afraid because I'm just like, you know, will you make money? Um, who is your audience? Mm-hmm. Is this something that black women want? Yeah. And so when I made that transition, that was very scary. And I remember people saying to me, you know, like, that's it. Like you just, <laughs> You just want to focus on black women. Right. Well, even when I said I was just going to do boudoir, like they were like, "So you not you're not going to do nothing else? Like right. you just do boudoir? That's it? Like how are you going to make money? Like what does that look like? Yeah, like, that's it. Yeah. And so that was you know that was scary because these are people who you know family friends yeah. who I love dearly who were like, uh, "That's it." And I'm just like, "Well, yeah, yeah." That's it. Yeah, but and, I think that that goes. Yeah. So I think we all um, deal with that when you're going into 
what's unknown um, because mm-hmm. they don't understand, right? But I'm, I'm a firm believer in that, you know, whatever God calls you to, that's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Even if it doesn't make sense for everybody else. And I love that you say I'm my only competition because so many times we get, and especially in the day and age um, mm-hmm. of social media, and you're watching all of these people growing their businesses, and it seems like it's happening overnight, and you're like, but mm-hmm. Lord, what about me? Did you yep, yep. But we don't know their stories. We don't know their struggles. You don't know how long it took somebody to, they may say they have overnight success, but mm-hmm. really, did they? And that's one of the reasons why I like doing these interviews with other Black women who are growing in their business, or even if you know, if they're really successful, because guess what? You can go back to the beginning and say, you know, it was hard for me to get to a point where I had to shut out everybody else and all the noise that even the well-meaning people said, and just like, is this really going to work? Are you sure this is what you Mm want to do? Because sometimes it doesn't have to be you. It can be someone who loves you saying, yep. Yeah. I want what's best for you, but is that what you really want to do? That's just like your girl asking, like, you wearing that tonight? And you be like, Exactly. Uh, I was. I, I, I thought it was cute. I, I thought I was cute. Like, I really yes. did think I was cute. But I guess I wasn't cute. My bad. Right, right, right. So how did you navigate through your, you know, how did you navigate through the self-doubt that despite hearing other people's wins and seeing other people that you admired like grow how did you say okay no this is Alicia's lane and me mm-hmm. you, me you me and I we gonna do what yes. we need to do to keep going down this lane well for me like I said because I was with my my ex-husband from 17 to 30 mm-hmm. I knew like if I could get through that and be yeah. on the other side of that yeah. then I could do whatever. And that's how I, that's how I think about it in terms of that. Like if you can get, when I have those doubts, like if you can get through that, if you can focus on yourself, you know, take yourself out of those, those spaces where you didn't feel worthy enough and you've come out on the opposite side of that, then there's nothing else that can happen to you that can pull you back into those spaces because you've been through that. You got it. And you're you're here, like you're still Absolutely. here. Yeah. And so that to me was the the biggest. That's how I get through the things. Like I'm like, okay, well, listen, you did this, so this yeah. is nothing. Like that's, this is that's, a stepping stone. Yeah, that's so key. I heard somebody else that mentioned something about the same thing. Like sometimes we get amnesia about mm-hmm. what has what we've already been through, and so exactly. when we get to this point, we're like, oh, I can't, I'm not gonna be able to get. But it's like, but in order for you to even have gotten here, you had to get over the other things. Like exactly. how you think you got here? So I think that's very very key. So what did you learn about yourself during this journey? Like once you like right now, like what do you know about yourself that you didn't know before uh one thing is that I have a knack for when it comes to meeting people they tell me all their life story I don't know what it is (laughs) Um, I swear and I have this thing where I can really like I said with the empowerment piece Mm -hmm. empower anybody Mm -hmm. and I mean anybody men women whoever um, that's one thing I did learn. I did learn that it does take something out of me and yeah. I have to like decompress. Yeah. But I've learned in this experience that I have, I have that, that gift. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know, you know, how it comes into play, but 
I, I say I'm an introvert extrovert because I love my alone time, mm-hmm. but then I can connect with someone very easily and really pick out the pieces of themselves that they're working on that they need to really focus on yeah. and give them information that helps with them. I don't know. It's the ancestors. I don't know who it is. Like they, just, <laughs> they speak through me. Yeah. And, and that's one thing that I've been really focused on over the last, you know, uh, I would say maybe six to seven weeks because every, like I have a, um, I call them my sisters who are also business women who I've met literally within the last, I would say a year, year and a half. Uh-huh. And they've all told me the same thing. Like, you know, you give me so many good ideas. You give me, you give me, you speak life into me mm. when I am struggling yeah. and I appreciate that. And I love one young lady, um, her name is Noni. And she's like, you know, when I first contacted you, I didn't know how you would be. She was like, you know, I see your lives. I see your videos, but mm-hmm. I understand that sometimes people put, put this, on the front, yep. put this front. <laughs> and she was like, but you're just as crazy as I thought you were. I was like, yeah, girl, it's fine. Like yeah. you can talk, like you can ask me a question. Um, and she was like, you know, can I call you? And I was like, of course. And she was like, I didn't think you would accept, you know, if I said, I said, no, if you ask me a question, there's nothing that I can tell you that a you may not be able to look up yourself, but right. why would I hold on to knowledge yeah. that I have yeah. when I can give it to you easily? Mm-hmm. And so I think that has also helped me within my business as well because I'm able to connect with anybody and really focus on what their needs are. And so I'm really honing that skill yeah. um, to make it work for me, but also make it work for the women that I'm shooting because. Like I said, it's there are many times where we don't feel that we are seen. Yeah. And so I want to, you know, really promote that. I see you. I yeah. see what you're going through. I see who you're trying to be or what you're working on. And I want to help you in any way that I possibly can without harming me or you. But I want you to understand that I see you, which is yeah. why I do the um the empowerment jewels on Monday, mm-hmm. because I'm just like, you know, these are things that I've seen. These are things that are coming up in my mind. So you're going to hear me because I got stuff to say. Yeah. Uh, um, but like, that is why I really focused on that. And that was one thing, like I said, with that, that piece where people were like, you know, why are you focused on that? Like, just do boudoir. Like you don't need to focus on, you know, the empowerment piece, just focus. I'm like, but that's a part of being a black yeah, woman. Yeah, it is. It very much so is. I like, so one of the things that what she was saying, I was like, I'm gonna let her finish it. But mm-hmm. so it's what, it's a, it's an ambivert because I'm the exact same yeah. way. So that being in the middle where you can be in both settings, that's that's what you are. You're an ambivert. It's like right in the middle. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think what you're doing uh, when you were saying like people just talk to you, what you're doing is, is it's therapy right because mm-hmm. it's soul work like we look at like nine times out of ten we look at what it is that um sometimes that what people do if it's um counseling therapeutic like holistic stuff yoga like we look at those things and we say okay that's healing your body that's good but this what you're doing like the process that you take these women through is it's a, it, that it is their own like self-love journey that maybe yes. they didn't know that they needed to be on and you're taking them through the steps of it and that's why it's so impactful to you because guess what they are bearing it all not only their um 
bodies, mm-hmm. but their feelings. And so you are taking that information on and you are um, like, it's, it's heavy. Like I, I, you it know, is. I know that for myself, when I do talk to clients, like individual, like I, like I feel whatever it is that they feel the same way yes. with like my yes. friends. And, um, it's just like, dang, like you feel like you want to be able to like help them. And, but, but your journey is your journey. And so what you yes. do is that you're guiding them to at least a portion of it, because the rest of it is still up to the other person. Like exactly. you could take that, you could take them through this Avenue and you could take the photos and give it, give it to them. But once that part is done, you're done. Like your job is done, but it's the time that you have with them that you have, that, that you're valuing and that you're pouring yourself into. And that is a part of an experience that most people may not get from somebody who does not understand them who isn't really trying to do the soul work so that mm-hmm. is that 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 takes this this old experience to a whole nother level because you're able to pull things out of people that they may not have been able to pull out themselves because you're asking the right questions I appreciate that oh you're but welcome yes that's it is it's true it is very true i love talking to people sometimes i just be like girl i just really need you to just can you just do what i said can you just do what i said like i could just do what i said in the first place and then we wouldn't be here again listen i i'm, I'm that i'm the exact same way it, yes. it definitely is um it's, it's very interesting to be able to watch people's journeys and um like to be able to see their growth even if it's in a small period of time because i mean you're dealing with these people part what with your your beauties probably within mm-hmm. maybe what like a three to four month period or less than that uh more sometimes it's more depending on um if it's like a certain birthday or something like that okay, they okay. they may sometimes people will book me a year in advance oh okay um depending on you know sometimes it's just them getting their courage up honestly right. it's just like okay i got it right yeah they give yes. themselves a that's a goal date so that they know yes. they're in their, their best version of themselves yeah no exactly. i can understand that so yeah so even for them there's a journey because um you gotta kind of start it in in mm-hmm. order to be able to get to that point to be able to get to the finish line so um uh, i think it's great like that I, I i didn't know what to expect like i wasn't really sure but to mm-hmm. hear how much love and just like passion you put into it i you, I'm, I'm i would definitely do it like you you got me excited i'm thinking to myself like what, what would i wear what would i what would this look like can she but it, it, you know the crazy part in the back of my mind i was like is she gonna be able to uh airbrush them <laughs> listen listen i tell people because i do um i do retouch images like i understand like there are certain things that i do retouch yeah so but what I also tell people is, I'm not gonna make you look like a whole new person. Right. We've seen those pictures. We've seen like, those pictures. Uh, is that you? Exactly. Well, you gotta be like, yeah, I just got my pictures. So you like, Lord, when well, they do the this, airbrush feature yes. and it's too much airbrush, that do look like your ass. That do look like. And it might not even be, listen and make you a whole. I'm like, I'm not gonna give you a whole new body. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Yes, I can. I'm trained to do it, oh, but I don't want to do it because yeah. it takes a lot of time. Yeah, and so but then that defeats that, yeah. the experience too, like exactly. in the whole purpose of your your journey. But no, yeah, I definitely that definitely is something uh, I had thought about before. But hearing how much you put into it and how much love, like it 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 inspires me. Like just in this conversation, I'm empowered to just 
go ahead and put on some lingerie okay because they're like let's let's go let's go exactly so if it makes you feel beautiful yes yes well i'm i'm down for it i just you know make sure i get my head done in there because i I ain't know about (laughs) so how can people connect with you if they are empowered like i am right now to just go Mm -hmm. ahead and bear it all how can they connect with you and get the full o experience so I, my everything on social media is O Experience. My um, IG is at O Experience. My email, Olisha, O-L-E-S-H-A at oexperience.com. My website is oexperience.com. So everything is the same across all the platforms, oexperience.com. And see, y'all had, she, she made it very easy for y'all, y'all, O-H, okay, O. Yes. Don't, not O. And then experience. O-H, O-H experience. And all of this information will be in the show notes, but for those of you all who are like me, who's like, let me see what these pictures actually looking like, and yes. you listening, and you like, went to your Instagram to go see, yes, she is the biz naive. Uh, oh, I do have one last question. So, sure. You got a whole couples. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Listen, I showed it to my husband. He was like, "Oh, I couldn't do that," and I was like, "Why not?" He was like, "Man, we've been an end up." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I mean, but well, man, he was like, that's too much for me. I don't know if I'd be able to do all of that." Listen, <laughs> couples are my. Let me tell you why couples are my favorite. Couples are my favorite because it's a different level of intimacy. Yeah. Like a lot of times people don't understand there are levels of intimacy. Yeah. Um, and so when you cannot, when you cannot go all the way, like to go to that sexual side yeah. of intimacy, but you are in that person's face and you're breathing in that, you like you're breathing in the air, you're, the essence, everything. Yeah. And that moment before that, like that's some powerful stuff. <laughs> like I do have to say to some people like, all right now, <laughs> all right. All right now. All right. Okay. Like all right. All right. I can see you. I can see right, you. I'm no, here. I can really Hello. see you. We're right here. We're right here. Like, Get come out on, home. son. <laughs> I can see you. No, I really can. I can. I'm looking at you. I'm looking. I'm looking oh, dead at y'all. Oh my gosh, that is so. So listen, y'all. If you want do something with your boo things and yes. you want to take your you get your couple picturing on if you're not comfortable because that's it could be another thing to be like I don't want to do it by myself you know like mm-hmm. it could be something that you know you say all right well this is something for us to be able to experience together you know and be able to have that uh that moment yeah. in time for even for yourselves I mean you know, I, I definitely once I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's a little hot and heavy." Like, I'm just, exactly. Oh, okay. Listen, <laughs> that was the that video, like that video of the the cup, the one with her big afro. I loved her hair. Yes, yes. Um, that was literally a small portion of video because if I have a VIP group, so when I did that experience, I was in Atlanta, and so when we did it, um, the women in the group was like, "Wait a minute, wait." <laughs> Hold up! What? Like what? Because it was hot. It was much more heavier than what I, I, I could tell. He looked like there. he was ready to go. He was like. ready to go. He was ready. Like you couldn't tell him. I was like, okay, sir. Like. Right. I'll meet you back up. Sir. I'll meet you back up. Yes. Sir. No, like, come I on. definitely was. I sent it to my husband. He was like, uh, what? <laughs> I was exactly. like, what should, so, should so do it? He was like, uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I, would, I wouldn't be able to make it through the session. <laughs> I was Amen. like, I'm pretty sure that you'd be fine. But, oh, man, like, so, yeah, that you got options. You got options, yes. okay? Yes, yes. But even with that, with the couple session, like, I had a young lady who um, 
talking about, you know, if you were, if you're not comfortable with doing your session by yourself. And mm -hmm. I said, even if we do this couple session, you're still going to have images by yourself mm -hmm. because okay. I will still give you that space to have that moment. And he can just go sit in the room and right. watch, I don't know, Netflix or something <laughs> right, like that. Right, like, right, he right. can be in that space. Um, but we will start with the couples and then we will move into you just doing it by yourself yeah. because you still need to have that moment, moment where you see yes. yourself. And it's just about you yeah. and not about you as a couple. So you yeah. will still have that that small, you know, whatever time frame to really focus on just you. Oh, that is what's up. Like, oh man, that, yeah, that definitely definitely is the the bomb thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show i'm i'm like i said i am empowered by you to even bring my boo with me do it by myself yes. it definitely um you know this is a very transparent podcast so you know yes. i'm pretty sure there's some things that i've already said that now you said that i'm, I'm hoping that uh, you know women will here and be like it's possible right because there's lots mm -hmm. of things that we don't necessarily think about and we just kind of like push it out of our minds like oh that's not for me I'm not going to be able to do that but I can say that you you've changed my mind just in this conversation of saying it's a possibility and why not like you yes. only get one life and I mean you know not real big YOLO but you do mm -hmm. and you get to be able to create this experience and you know black women are creating avenues and lanes and you know uh um yes. places for us to be able to be our authentic selves so let's yes. do it let's do it we are the originators like yes, people don't are. understand yes how we the, everything that you see within the american culture and beyond we create it yeah yeah so. it starts it, start, it starts with us exactly and i try to that's my thing like we are the original woman that's the first thing. Yeah. And we created all of this. So we just have to take our power back. Yes. Yes. Take our power back. And it starts with boudoir photos. That's what you do. Yes. You're going to take your power back. Okay? Yes. Thank you so much, Alicia. I can't wait to uh, meet you in person, you know, so yes. we can both be our crazy selves and pervert selves together. You know, yes. <laughs> yeah, I listen, come out on the 20 on the 23rd on to uh, Cherry Blossom Intimates. Oh, that's what. Oh, OK. You're going to be there. Yeah, I'm doing an event there on the 23rd. What time? Uh, one to five. I had to think about five. that. See, that's what happened. You got so much <laughs> stuff going on in your mind. That is all right. Well, I'll definitely put that information in the show notes as well. So anybody who is in the DMV area, you want to meet Alicia, you want to meet me for the time being yes. while I might show up there too. Uh, Cherry Blossom Intimates. I think it's right next to the... It's right across from Nordstrom Rack in the Woodmore. Um, yes, yeah, right on the side. Yeah. Yes. By the, mm -hmm. Look, I'm just going to decide by where the Chipotle is. I know exactly. It is, though. It is. It is. It is the, yep. You're right, though. You're right. You're right. You're right. You got it. You're right. You're right by the Chipotle. <laughs> Listen, I know that place, so yes. I got my app. So you're right. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, guys, that's all for this week. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. If you would like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, click the link in the show notes. Have a great week. See ya.